0: What's up friends? Welcome to Rebellion Creates Fatherhood Field Notes podcast where we hear real stories from real men living real lives. I'm your guide, Ned Shout. Fatherhood is not only about being a dad. It incorporates providing and serving a home, loving and serving a spouse, engaging and serving in a community, as well as intentionally serving your kiddos. Fatherhood is an adventure one full of fun, wild, and messy stories. In this podcast, we will hear stories from real men who have found themselves living the adventure of fatherhood. I'm pumped for you to hear today's conversation with Tim Sheehan on one of my recent podcasts with Aaron Klein. Just at the end, he talked about how important it is for parents to teach their kids about money and that his family was using an app called Greenlight. So our team reached out to Greenlight to learn more about it. And Tim Sheehan is the co-founder and CEO. And we were able to sit down and have a conversation about fatherhood and their app. And I just love the conversation because his app has a mission. And Tim, as a father to four, is serious about helping kids and parents work together to learn the importance of personal finance. His why behind it, his stories behind what his dad taught him is so cool to see that legacy being lived out in the work he is doing out in the world. Um, I recently set all five of my kiddos up on the app and I'm using it to track their pay, their chores, their allowance, and spending, which is really cool. And there's a ton of features in there which really gets me excited About protecting the kids, to set them up for success, that we want to teach them from the beginning how to really be in tune and engage with knowing how money works and knowing your role to play. And it's cool because it's starting to pick up new conversations for me to have with my kids. So get ready to be inspired uh, by this conversation. And if you are, please write a review, share it with a friend, follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you can stay in tune with all that Rebel and Create is up to. All right. I'm super excited for another episode of Fatherhood Field Notes. I got Tim Sheehan here on the podcast. How you doing, Tim?
1: Good, good. Hey, Ned. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm so pumped. I mean, even just like our little pre-show conversation, I uh, just feel it's going to be a great conversation around fatherhood. So um, cool. Well, I'm going to rapid fire some questions just so people can quickly get to know who you are. So um, what do you do for a living?
1: I am CEO of Greenlight um co-founder and CEO of Greenlight uh Greenlight's essentially a debit card for kids uh that parents can manage from their phones.
0: Yes, yeah, so cool. I'm so excited to talk about that. So important to teach our kids about money. Um cool. So we'll get into that in a little bit. So you are married. How long have you been married?
1: Uh let's see. Um 12 years. Uh but this is my second marriage. Um and uh we have four kids um and and like uh my oldest son is from my first marriage and okay. um and how old he is, is he our, he is uh gosh he's 21 now nice. um yeah and then um uh our two girls uh are 19 and 16 and uh they are my wife Kelly they're from Kelly's first marriage
0: okay
1: we, and then we have a boy the, the youngest, um, Wes, is uh, is ours together. Um, so kind of a his, hers, ours. Uh, nice. For the kids.
0: And you got your full, uh, you know, what's the youngest's age?
1: He is 11.
0: Perfect. So you got like four people to try your green light testers on. You want to try something <laughs> new. They're your guinea pigs right out the gate. Oh, That's totally,
1: cool. Totally. Uh, and I'll, I'll be like, uh, I remember we launched um, – savings roundups so you know as the kid spends um it it prompts them hey would you like to round up to the next dollar to, to automatically save that and uh and you know lots of kids around the country like millions of kids are turning it on but my kids don't turn it on so i'm like i go to them i'm like hey what is what's the deal here why didn't you turn this on and like it was classic like uh one of them was like oh i didn't see that uh the the (laughs) like oh i i i saw it but i didn't have time i was my i was with my friends um so anyways it was just hilarious that that's awesome the the ceo's kids didn't turn on the new the latest feature i had to (laughs) ask about it um so yeah but they're great kids
0: nice um cool so as you have i mean been in a few different dynamics of having kids right having your own becoming a stepdad what has been a couple of, or, or a good resource to you, whether that be a book or a person or something, what's been a good resource in, in as you think of all those different stages that you've kind of had to navigate?
1: Wow. That's a good question. Um, you know, the honest truth is that I, I made a lot of mistakes and learned a bunch on my own. Um, Like I think I, I think I was dealing with like stress and pressure, you know, that I didn't even, I wasn't really conscious of. Um, and so, you know, I kind of stumbled my way through it, um, in terms of like, you know, really good advice that I've received and, and people that have like helped me, you know, navigate this whole experience. Um, you know, I would say, uh, my dad and my mom, um, my uh Kelly, my wife, um her dad um is has been a great resource. He he's the only parent, you know, we have left, like both my parents mm. passed and and Kelly's mom has passed. Um but um he's eighty-eight and still wow. like, just just crushing. what uh, a tank. That's awesome. Doing so well. I mean, like as sharp as attack and 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 healthy and doing well, but you know, I think what I've learned the most from him is, um, and my dad probably too, is patience. Like I, I think I, as a young man, like I would be, I think too firm or too like reactionary to the kids. Um, and I think what I've learned from them is like, cause I often, this is funny, but I often think in my head, like, what, what would my dad do? How, Cause he was always so calm mm. and like, um, you know, not always, but like uh, for yeah, the most part, yeah, consistently he was calm. And so I try to think of like, how would, how would he react to this? Cause it was really hard to rattle him. Um, and so as like a young man coming up, I would often think about that because it would help me kind of catch myself to, you know, maybe be like, okay, let me just like take a, take a beat here and like, think about this and, you know, don't, don't have a quick emotional reaction to something. Um, but yeah. And then I have some, a couple really good friends that, that, you know, I'll, I'll talk to and kind of share openly with and, um, get, you know, over the years, gotten good advice from them too.
0: Yeah, man, as I hear you talk about your dad and then even see it in your face, you know, like he's not around anymore, but he's still in your mind that you go, what would he do? It puts this, uh, exciting pressure on you and I, I don't know what you want to call it that one day our sons and daughters are going to be my dad, Ned and Tim aren't around anymore. But I remember he was, and like you and I get to set this tone with our life and it's, we said consistent it's not these big oh my dad built this or my it was like this is how my dad woke up in the morning this is how my dad came home you know it's that consistency that our kid that we're building into our kids now which is like cool but also we better pay attention to that you know
1: you're right and like i think it it took me a while to realize like you know, because I, I think I was I was always trying to, you know, uh correct them, uh like, you know, kind of so that, you know, oh, they would get this right or they would do that right and and you know, try to kind of keep them, you know, um to, to to you know, I guess be as as uh, great a person as as they could possibly be. But the thing that I've learned is like you know, yeah, that, that, that's good. That's good to do. But don't forget that like even maybe more important is just be there, be yeah. show up and show support. And, and by the way, Tim, you don't, you don't have to always uh, critique uh, something. Cause I, I, I come from like i I'm a very analytical person. And so mm-hmm. uh, my, my brain like wants to critique things right away. Um, but that's not always the right thing to do. It's uh, hard to, it's hard to shut up sometimes. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah, know, exactly. And just let them, let them figure it out. And maybe just, maybe just give him a hug, you know, and maybe mm. like just celebrate the thing with them as opposed to like, you know, trying to tell him how it could have been better, you know, Right. maybe just, maybe just celebrate it with them because he's so excited And, you know, and, and, you know, and he did a pretty great job, you know, maybe perfect, but he did a great job. Yeah. The thing, and and so you have to kind of remember like that any, any kind of correction or, or harsh word from you is like a thousand times more impactful uh, than you might think it is. And so, um, yeah, you just have to, I think, be aware of that. And at least I do. And, and, you know, try and uh, remember that really one of the most important things you can do is instill self-confidence in them and, and, and self-love. Like you want them to be uh, uh, happy and feel like they are pleasing you because they want to please you so bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Man, that's so important. It's funny because my next question was going to be, what do you think the role of the father is? And I think you almost kind of answered it for yourself right there is like instilling the confidence in them, but then also realizing that your kid wants you to be pleased with them. They do. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, when we say, we go, oh, that's weird, you know, but no, and you really think about it, like, I want my dad to accept me still yeah you know
1: like deep I, like yeah like it's it, it's it's a super important to them, yeah You're right, which
0: is, which is cool too, because then you go, it's not just about this eighteen years I have them, this fatherhood thing is this whole lifelong journey that I have to continue to get better, continue to reflect, even though my kid's twenty one, I yeah. can still continue to reflect in how I respond and react when he calls yeah. me to tell me something
1: that's right because that's he right.
0: wants to call like I want to call and tell my dad things and how he reacts determines whether I'm gonna call him again next time
1: yeah yeah and even how you feel about it and how you feel about yourself um, so it's like because yeah you when you you know as a dad if you step back and you go hey do you want your kids to feel great about themselves and and to be confident and to um, you know have have that ability you know, desire to kind of push forward and try things and, and, you know, um, conquer new ground. Um, you know, the only way they're going to do that is if you support them. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's, that's a, it's just a huge uh, learning for me over the years where, like, you know, yes, there's things I can teach them, you know, by, uh, telling them, you know, making a suggestion here or there, that kind of thing. But the thing that I've learned is that, you know what, sometimes, um, don't make the suggestion. Don't, don't make the, uh, critique, um, just, uh, celebrate it with them and, um, and, and just really express your support and love for them. And, uh, Yeah, it's so important to remember that. It's huge. It's huge. Good. Yeah,
0: it's good. Well, cool. This podcast is Fatherhood Field Notes and we're doing it now, right? I mean, we're opening up your field notes to go Here's some wisdom from my 21 years of being a dad um, and the things that I've learned, I saw, I struggled through. And the mantra behind all of this is rebel and create. And what that really means is... I mean, all each one of us as a man is like, we have this rebellious warrior fight in us. um, But why? And and for me, it's really I want to rebel against status quo, whatever that is, whatever the world, the media, myself, my growing up. I want to rebel against that, but not just to break something and tear it down. What am I going to create once I break those walls down? So it could be as simple as I'm rebelling against being on my phone at the dinner table so that I can create intentional conversations, or I grew up without a dad and I didn't know what it was to be a man, so I'm rebelling against that so that I can create this for my sons. So what's something on like a day-to-day scale or a bigger scale, whatever, that you are rebelling against and why? What do you hope to create?
1: Yeah, wow, it's a good question. I, I, um, I think for me, it's like ever since I was 22, and I graduated from college and I I was, I entered the workforce. Um, I've, I've always wanted to be, I've always even said this to myself that I want to be a different kind of leader. And, and I remember, it's really funny, like over the years, how many times that popped in my head. Um, But I basically, you know, when I started out, I had, you know, these, these corporate structures and hierarchy and, You know, there were um, uh, leaders of the company that they didn't connect with me or with any of us kind of doing the work. Um, You didn't feel close to them. You didn't really look up to them. Um, They they made all the money. We made very little. Um, There were all of these kind of uh, differences where I just remember thinking, if I ever make it to where I'm running the show, Um, I, am going to be different. And I remember like thinking that and like being very purposeful about it. And so as I kind of came up in my career, um, I've tried to do that. And so, uh, that, that, that means like, you know, uh, how do I treat people? Um, how do I talk to them? I try to get to know everybody in our company, um, I, and not just kind of like what they do, but like, what do they like to do for fun? Um, mm-hmm. what, what kind of a person are they, what, what are their interests? Um, and I, I want them to feel like Greenlight is, uh, more than a company, more than a job that it's actually something they're choosing to, um, participate in in order to kind of try to make the world a better place and like actually, you know, accomplish something with their lives. Cause I mean, we spend so much time at work that, you know, you, you, I think a lot of, especially young people, they really want to have all that time mean something. Um, and I always wanted that. And so I think that's why I always wanted to be a different kind of leader. And, uh, so anyways, that's, that's been my like, so I'll give you a couple of funny examples. Like, um, I, when, when I started off, when I started off working, uh, you know, it was still the, the, you wear a a tie uh, Mm. and and a dress shirt and, 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 you know, nice slacks. And um, I would, my little rebellions were, I would wear white gym socks uh, as my socks. And (laughs) so you couldn't see them. Um, and if I crossed my leg, you could, but then I would try to hide it with my hand. But uh, then the other thing I would do is I would wear no socks. Um, and, you know, so anyways, I remember like I had these little rebellions that started very small. But then over time, then I stopped wearing the tie. And then I was like, you know what? I don't even want to be here. I don't really like this big company thing. I want to go do something, I think, smaller. Um, But anyways, it's just kind of funny how like I that was always the thing for me. I wanted to be um, I wanted to be a different kind of leader and and like really not only try to change the world, but by being a different kind of leader, I think I could make a bigger impact on the world.
0: I love it because it's, you know, it's it's you're choosing your path and you're choosing who you're going to be and you're not letting, well, it's always been this way. And if I want to be successful, I have to go this path. And that's such a great example to show your kids is you can go choose to, you know, build a successful company, you know, or go be successful, whatever that might mean to you, but you don't have to do it the way everybody else is doing it. Um, and then it's more genuine, you know, it's it's to who you are. Um,
1: yeah, that's just so important. Yeah, even I was just gonna tell you, even in college, like I I took this weird path, uh, definitely a rebellious path, because I was so interested in different things like, you know, um, I was interested in computer science, but I was also interested in history and anthropology and philosophy and, you know, all these different things. And if I got the computer science major, it was very restrictive and it wouldn't allow me to take all these other classes that I wanted to take. And so I was like, well, screw that then. I am going to uh, major in history and I'll get a minor in all these other things. And then I have the flexibility to kind of take all these different things. And so I remember, like, I just, did, I just kind of charted that course on my own. And it wasn't until later that I shared that with people where they were like, wow, that's really weird. That's crazy that, you know, uh, uh and I guess I, I kind of felt a little empowered that I could do that because I had taught myself, my dad had got me a Commodore 64 when I was a young kid and I taught myself to program on it. And so I kind of always knew I could get a programming job, a a developer Mm. job. And so I just used that power to kind of chart my own course through college. Yeah. So what, Um, Yeah. when
0: you think back, what gave you, you seem pretty comfortable in your own skin. So, and it seems like it's maybe been like that your whole life. What gave you the confidence um, to, to go after what you wanted to, and then to not just follow the path that everybody else was following. Yeah.
1: Wow. It's a good question. Cause you're right. I've always, I guess I, it must be my parents. They must have, you know, I think they, I think that they led me to believe that I was special and that mm-hmm. I was very smart and I was special. And I, you know, I don't, I don't, I mean, I hope, I hope I'm, I hope I'm a little bit special, but I don't actually think I'm that special or that different from, from anybody. So, else.
0: so but that's a great, that's great though, yeah. because there's this like, I think we should make our kids feel like they're special, right? Like yeah, I can go yeah. do stuff, but yep. not to the extent where I'm an ass to yeah. everyone around right. me. So, so for some reason, there's some kind of balance that you have where it's like, yeah, the confidence, but I'm not like this dictator that it's all about me. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're and right. so that's just you're interesting. Right. It's just interesting to go, man, if we could bottle that up, if more men had that, because I mean, I not even men, I just think people, you know, and it's like, we've almost come to this, such this shift where we make our kids feel so special. Like everybody yeah. gets a trophy. Yeah. You're yeah. always going to be a winner, right. uh, yeah. which also isn't the case. Like you can't really do anything you want to do you're right you're right Uh, you know so it's kind of but how do you tell your kid like hey you're probably not gonna be a pro basketball player you know if if you're if you're never gonna be taller than five feet or whatever you know
1: totally i think you know if if um i'm trying to think back in what they did and i i think what they did was when they saw that i was interested in something they encouraged it Mm. and so like they I mean, I think back and I'm like, geez, how did, how did my dad know? Cause I remember my mom telling me that my dad decided to get me the computer and I try to think back and I'm like, I wonder how he knew to get that for me because it changed my life. Like I spent yeah, right hours a day with that thing and I, you couldn't get me away from it. Like my sisters would like make fun of me. They, I remember my youngest one. Uh, her name for me was CW. She And she talked to me like in kind of a geeky voice. She'd be like, hi, CW. Um, and, uh, you know, which stood for Computer Whiz, I think is what that was, but who knows. Uh, but uh, she, so, so you know, we had a, it was a family where, you know, everybody would keep each other in check where, you know, you kind of poke fun at each other. Or yeah. yeah. Um, but they somehow, I think, encouraged uh, me, when I, when I found something I liked, they, they encouraged me to kind of, Hey, you know, you might, you might be pretty good at that. Keep, keep going.
0: That's awesome. So, I mean, if, if as dads ourselves and like the dudes listening, I go, we have this enormous role to be in tune with our kids. And it's almost cool that you, don't even really know how he knew because sometimes I think it's like if I love football so it's like oh yeah well I I, I do football now because my dad and made me do this every day with him because he was so passionate about it you know it's like we could almost be overbearing with the things that we love yeah, true. Um, so I kind of like that you are not really sure it just shows that there was something about your dad that he was in tune with who you are in tune with what would be good for you let you kind of right. figure it out on your own but was on the sidelines uh encouraging you, which is yeah which is super rad, dude. That's kind, is,
1: of, it, dude it I kind of want to be cool. Yeah, yeah. No it is. I think I think I think you said it well. Like, um, you know, you you want to you want to be close enough to your kids where you you know what they're all about and, and yeah. you might even see what they're really good at, even if they don't see it yet. Um, but you kind of let them find it, you know, and and yeah. That's why, like, when I talk to young people who maybe are, you know, headed into college or, you know, and they're trying to figure out what are they going to do, like, what what's their job going to be, what's their career going to be, um, I tell them to to try a whole bunch of things, yeah, and and just kind of find something that gives you energy. Like, there are people and things that either give you energy or they take away energy. So find something that is that you, you know, where you're focused on it and it's giving you energy. Like you can't put it down. You don't want to stop working on it. You, it's feeding you. It's giving you yeah. energy. Um, yeah,
0: man, that's so that's so good. So let's jump into Greenlight then. So um, I did a podcast a few weeks ago with Aaron Klein from Risk Riskalyze, and in the conversation, one of the things he brought up is the importance of financial literacy for our children. And he said that he had recently started uh, Greenlight with his kids. Um, and so I just downloaded it on Monday, and by the time this uh, airs, I will have had some time to test it uh, with my kiddos and and be able to talk about it on the intro and outro. But let's talk about Greenlight. What is Greenlight? And then we'll just dive into some questions.
1: It's it's essentially like a, um, you know, as I said, it's it comes with a debit card and it's got a built in savings account and a built in. Um, giving account and the spending, you know, the debit card comes with parental controls so the the parent can kind of oversee it and, you know, choose where the kids can spend and how much. Um, and we're about to launch and add to it an investment account where the kids can learn how to invest um, again under the, the parents oversight um, uh, you know, including the parents. So the kids can, you know, research a company or uh, an etf or or whatever it might be they can propose the investment to the parent uh, all within the app and then the parent can approve it or decline it and if they approve it then the stock or the etf will get purchased into their account um you know even if it has to be a fractional share because you know kids don't have a lot of money um so, so to try to go ahead teach him. Sorry, the, the overall. Sorry, I should have said this at the top. But the overall idea with Greenlight is we're trying to help parents raise financially smart kids, because as we both know, like they're going to be young adults out on their own uh, really faster than we, we realize.
0: Yeah Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. OK, so, I mean, I got I got a ton of questions wrapping uh, <laughs> through my head. Okay, so one, how long has Greenlight been around?
1: We started it in, uh, it launched in January, 2017. Okay. Um, and, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, so we couldn't do any big marketing uh, plans or anything. Uh, so it was mainly word of mouth, and it kind of started to spread around. Uh, and then we were able to raise a round of financing, which then allowed us to kind of do some some bigger marketing um, and you might even start to see it on uh, TV now, now with, uh, some of the, um, commercials we're running. Um, it's just really, it's, it's just taken off. It, it is like, I, uh, my co-founder Johnson Cook and I, like, we look at each other and we're just like, oh my gosh, like this, this blows away what we were even hoping for. Um, but to me, like the. It, this is like the perfect you're the perfect person for me to share this with um, and everybody listening because what I'm actually trying to do is I am trying to my dad is the one who taught me how to spend wisely to save because unexpected stuff pops up like your car's going to need to be repaired and that's not part of your monthly budget. So have a little money set aside for that give back because you're lucky and you should you should uh, help others and you uh, need to learn how to invest because that's actually how you're gonna build true wealth. You won't build wealth by just through a savings account, but through mm-hmm. investing, you can build mm-hmm. true wealth. And then, you know, he also taught me like, you have to work for money, you don't just get it. It doesn't grow on trees. Um, so that's why
0: it, in the app, it's actually built into chores, like your chores is built in. Exactly. The and then the kid can check off their chore and then I that's could then right. transfer money to their account.
1: You got it. You got it. So it's essentially like the, the reason like I am so motivated behind Greenlight is because what happened is what my dad did for me, what he taught me about personal finance. I realized my friends, peers, colleagues, they didn't get that same uh, uh, kind of financial education that I got because they don't really teach it in school. Um, and if you're lucky enough to get it from one of your parents or both, then you're one of the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I basically, my dream was, and I've done a bunch of stuff in my background that's like, you know, consumer technology and financial services and, and green light is like the culmination of like my whole career. Like everything I've done, I can look back now and I can see actually was leading to this And so what I'm, what I'm trying to do basically to sum it up is I'm trying to help every parent do what my dad did for me uh, regarding personal finance
0: man, that's so cool. My, cause my next question was going to be, why do you care? You know? So you just, you just went into it, and So I didn't even have to ask. It just came out. So it's like, well, he actually cares. This is not any kind of spiel. And just, I mean, I have this open on my screen right now. How cool is this? You launched in 2017 and you have up here, um, for 2019, how much was managed by kids. So you yeah. have a year in review, 150 plus million dollars was managed by kids on this app. Like Dude, that's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. And then you got it by age, like, you know, five to 10 year olds, 11 to 14, 19 to 22, which I think, you know, when I saw the 19 to 22, I was like, oh, that's strange. But then I go, oh, man, that's actually even the most critical. So if you as a parent go, I look at my life as a guide for my kid, I have these stages, and that's probably the most critical stage where they're now actually out of the house. And I mean, I, I don't know the statistics on what college kids can potentially rack up in credit uh, debt and just screw their life you know, for their 20s and 30s. That's really cool. And I heard you talk about how it's a debit card, not a credit card
1: That's
0: because right. you want to teach not to borrow. That, That's right. You know, spend, those things.
1: Spend, well, only spend what you have. Don't spend what you don't have. That yeah. when, they're, when they're young, we want them to learn that later. There's a place for credit in your life. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, getting an auto loan at a low rate is probably a smart move because you can use that money to invest it and make a better return than the, you know, than the current auto loan rates, for example, and a mortgage, you know, we can right most of us, we can't, we can't afford to just buy the house outright. So getting a mortgage is, is a type of credit that, you know, can make sense. But the thing that I, the main thing on credit you want to try to help them avoid is significant credit card debt, because that's such a problem in the world right now.
0: Yeah. So, th- so man, a couple of different paths here is like, okay. Um, one, we're kind of acknowledging it's the parent's job to teach the kid. Okay. So if we start there, yeah what if I'm a parent and I am just not good with money myself? Are there any classes or anything that Greenlight offers on the website that help? It's tough. Cause it's like, you don't want to just get it. You're not getting in the business of teaching parents how to make their own finances better. Yeah. But, um, anyways, what are your thoughts around that in the conversation about a parent not doing it because they don't understand money themselves?
1: the, the good thing about it is there's a ton of content on, on greenlightcard.com on the website. Okay. Um, and so that's number one, there's a bunch of great stuff there, but then the other thing is, is that kind of built into the service built into the product is, um, you know, a lot of stuff to just try to lead the parent and the kids down the right path you know Mm -hmm. i mean at the same time it's very flexible because not every family does it exactly the same way and so we try to make it very flexible um but you know we try to do things like um you know set up a um something my dad did with me which is we call it a parent paid interest rate uh so essentially like for every dollar that the child saves the parent can reward them, you know, with like, you know, I think the average across all parents is like 18% APY, um, which is pretty, pretty good. But some parents will even do a hundred percent where they're doing dollar for dollar matching of every dollar the child saves, the parent puts an extra dollar in there. Um, But even if you just put, you know, you know, uh, set it at uh, 12% or, you know, anything, you're kind of incentivizing the, your, your child to save. And what happens is the more they save, the more likely it is to turn into a habit. And if it turns into a habit, you have scored, you have scored big because they're going to, they're going to take that habit with them into adulthood.
0: So I guess the thing is like, even if you're a parent and you're like, gosh, I kind of stumped, I don't know. Like you've already said a couple of acronyms that I don't understand. And uh, you know, you can get into this and just start learning with them and go That's look right. that up and teach them. If I don't understand what th- he just said, let me go look this up. Like I can That's look right. this up and then let me learn it with my kid. That's um, right. If, if you were to say, yeah, if you're a parent and you're just totally struggling, what's a step that they could go take for themselves? And then we can jump back into green light. You know, what's a step sure. they could take for themselves to learn finances?
1: Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, you know, what jumps to my mind is the the <laughs> The first book that I got on on personal finance, it I think they they actually still sell it. I think, um, but it was um, it's called the originally it was called the Wall Street Journal Guide to Money and Investing, and it was kind of like one of these you know narrow tall books. Oh, you know? Okay, so it has lots of pictures and there's you know it's not super text heavy, so I liked that <laughs> back yeah. then. I was not wanting to read a really long book about, you know, finance. Uh, so it was a very like, uh, uh, I guess I would call it user friendly, uh, way to kind of, and, and it was like, and it didn't go into like every possible detail about something. It kind of just would touch upon it and give you the basics of each thing. And I really like that. Um, I think it's still published now under, uh, like the guide to money and investing, I think, um, by light, light bulb press, I think is a okay. publisher, but, yeah, um, that's good. Check that, out. that's a group. That's like a great place to start. You know, if, if a parent was interested in investing, I would say, you know, the, the, the Buffett way is one of my favorite books, um, where it essentially teaches you how does Warren Buffett go about investing? Uh, how does he look at an investment and make a decision? And i that was incredibly helpful to me. Um, but uh, I always liked that that guide to money and investing because it because i I frankly didn't love reading a lot and mm. so it was it was like a, a kind of a combination of graphics and images with you know some text, but it wasn't like really. It didn't feel burdensome to read. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Yeah. How cool though to do that, you know, to just go, okay, I can learn something new with my kid, even if I don't, I don't know it all. Um, yeah. yeah, that's cool. So I. And the thing
1: about that book, uh, Ned, sorry to interrupt you, is, no, is, please. That, is the parent can read it, but you can also show it, share it with your kids yeah. because it's that kind of a book where you, you actually both can look at it together.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so like I said I had I've signed up yesterday and got the app and got my oldest daughter her card ordered and you know you can put her picture on it and get that to come and it was very simple like to hook up my bank account and then I just transfer money as I need to from my bank account to her. Um so next steps will be setting up the chores and setting up the different buckets. Um and we and it's really cool because you know we have done the um financial piece uh Dave Ramsey stuff with the kids like he has like a kids thing. That's you know awesome. so we we've done that for years but it's kind of a pain to have like I made this whole what we have five kids right so I made this whole wall so yeah. there was like 15 jars, right? The spend, save, give. So you're putting dollars, dollars in the jars and yep. then it's like, well, I had $4 in this jar. Well, okay. So, you know, so there's all these discrepancies on the jars. Um, <laughs> so it'll be cool to put them into an app where then it's much more trackable what comes in and out. Totally. So totally. let me ask this. Uh, what if my seven-year-old doesn't have a phone? And how, how no would problem. she use green light if she didn't yeah. have a phone to like check off her chore? Oh, cause we also do these chore charts, which I have to print out from Excel every week. It's a total yeah. pain in the, butt. but no problem.
1: Uh, d- it, does she have a tablet of any kind that she would yeah. uh, mm-hmm. to use? Um, you can put the app on her tablet. Um, okay. that's what my, my 11 year old has, um, uh, an iPad and, and he has the app on there. Um, so what if
0: we also just had a home computer could a kid go log in could all the kids use that one computer and then log in with their own username and password
1: right or would it now need to be done through an app right now through an app it's okay, right now, right right now right. through an app so you and you can do it from any kind of mobile device uh you know an uh iphone an android phone or a or a iPad or a Android tablet. Like, um, basically it has to be one of those kind of devices right now, but could you long have- term, I think we might move it to the web as well.
0: Okay. What about if, could, yeah. could, um, could you have multiple people using one app and like change between kids or would it need to be a different phone?
1: You can, you, uh, the parent is kind of the super user and you okay. can see all of your kids. And so you could even, you could go like if one of them walked up to you and said, Hey, uh, dad, what's my blah, blah, blah. You can instantly go, here you go. Take a look. Um, could, could, I also check
0: off their chore. Like if they said I did this chore, I could check it off for them.
1: You can, you can. Yeah. Yeah. The parent is kind of like the super user and can, can see and do everything.
0: So then as a kid, I have a debit card pretty much because I was the other thing I thought was cool is you have Apple pay set up so yeah. uh, I could use my my kid my 14 year old could use their phone and use Apple pay I'm trying to think if there's any situations where my kid needs a dollar or something and they actually need money but I you know it's funny because I think about we'll be in like a coffee drive through and we're because we pay our kids ten bucks a week because it was just yeah. easier so I'll tell you yeah. why which is kind of a lot but um but from there, you know, say we're online to get a coffee. We're like, Hey, well, you guys, you know, we pay you $10 a week. So you got to, if you want a coffee, you buy it yourself, which is really cool to see. You know, my one kid, she, she saved $500 last year because she wants to travel. My other kid is like, I want to, I want a Frappuccino every time you guys go through, they get to make that choice. Right. Definitely. And right now what happens is we've got, oh, here's two dollars, dad. Here's two fifty, dad, where they could just transfer it right on their phone back and forth right. to my account. And then we could see I could then actually probably show them, hey, well, you spent twenty dollars over the last two months on coffee and you're telling me you really want an Xbox. That could have been twenty dollars towards your Xbox.
1: Exactly. Right? You exactly. Know, so those
0: are, That's going to open up much better conversations because that's it's right. not just a jar full of money.
1: You got it, bud. You got it. That that's mm, exactly what so happens. It's, it's basically the what what we learned. Because I don't even think we realized this, but essentially what happens is by using green light, just simply by using it, it prompts all these conversations, and right. that's where that's where the learning happens. Because exactly the example you just gave, those conversations hap, happen, you know, all over the place. They're happening all yeah. over the
0: so time. So check. So we've been we've been doing this for like three years. So check out what we did. I don't know how this could really go with the app or whatever. Cause we got five kids, but I was doing my taxes two years ago and I'm like, D- you know, you do your taxes. Dang. So I came and I said, okay, everybody good news. I'm bumping you from like $8 a week to 10, but now you all have to pay 20% a week in the tax jar. So there's this bigger jar in the middle where every week they'd have to put their, their 20. 20- and also my kids don't get $10 when they show me their chores. We determine if they make the full 10. Okay. So if they make the full 10, they would put um $2 a week in to pay taxes. And then at the end of the year, or whenever like we were on a family trip, they had to vote on what they'd use that money for. Right. So, so like they they last summer we were in Tahoe and they took the money and they bought a paddle board. So they can all share the paddle board. It's community use and they use their tax money to get it, which was kind of cool. And I have a picture of my four kids, my four older kids. When I told them about taxes, literally two of them are crossing their arms going, I don't because I explained this money goes for schools and the fire department and the police, you know, trying to share, you know, what it's supposed to go for. And, um, and two of them (laughs) arms crossed. That doesn't seem fair. We shouldn't have to pay for that. And then two of them are going, yeah, that makes sense. I don't have a problem with that. So I started to see the, <laughs> the political divide uh, with my children at the ages of, you know, ten years old, roughly. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah, so fun. Yeah. So clearly, the financial literacy is really, it's really critical to teach our kids.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And um, I think you know what what's happened in the past. I think is like there's been a lot of really great content that people have created um that you know it just hasn't drawn the kids in you know they they don't want to kind of go do a homework assignment you know kind of right. re- read a whole bunch of stuff or watch a whole bunch of stuff um but when you make it about real money and it's their money mm-hmm. and their debit card and it's their savings account everything changes now you have their attention And so then what happens is they start using it. They'll ask you some questions that prompts a conversation. Um, They'll, you know, even simple things like um, uh, uh, my co-founder, his youngest boy, they were checking out and the, the POS terminal uh, prompted him with, you know, debit or credit. And he was like, Oh, dad, what, you know, what do I do? And he said, Oh, just hit debit, uh, you know, and then type in your pin. And, um, and then it was, you could see his mind working. And so they got in the car and they were driving home and he's sitting in the back and he uh, he goes, Hey dad, um, what's debit, uh, what's the difference between debit and credit? And so that started a conversation about just the difference between like debit cards and credit cards. But then he wanted to understand like, Well, what do you mean? You borrow the money, and you know, and that. So then they got into loans, and like it just prompted this whole conversation that never would have happened. Yeah, if the the boy wasn't trying to buy something, you know, and the thing prompted him and asked for credit. I
0: didn't even think about that until you said it. But our kids are watching us swipe cards every day, or you know, or use our phone, and so they don't know that we earned that money. So. (laughs) us being able to teach them like I earned this and them yes. do the same thing. Then when they're 19, 20, you know, throughout their whole life, it's not just, Oh, when I want something, I swipe this, not realizing that there could be consequences like understanding how that works.
1: That's right. Cause it's, that's
0: a habit they're seeing, but they are not yeah. knowing is my parent charging this or did my parent actually earn this money?
1: That's right. That's right. And, and that's why like one of the things we do is anytime, you know, one of the green light kids, um, uses their card, they, and the parents get an instant alert telling them, you know, how much they spent and where. And the idea is that, uh, they see their balance get changed in real time. So, oh, I had $46. Now I have 34. Um, you know, like they, they see that, oh, there's, it's just a fixed amount of money that I have. So, maybe I don't need to buy that ice cream or that coffee because I actually want to try to save this up so that I can go like, uh, my daughter uh, sounds like similar to yours. She wanted to go on this, uh, trip to Germany with her German class, high school class. Okay. And and we told her if you can save half the money, we'll pay the other half and you can go. (laughs) And, um, all of a sudden all the frivolous spending stopped. She started seeking out babysitting jobs. She was saving her allowance, um, and she did it. And it was—I uh, feel like—nine was like hundred dollars she had to save.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's one of the best things parents can do. Is—is is my parents will do the same thing. You want this raise half, you know, and like my just did out my son a mountain bike. got to raise half. Um, and I think it's just so important. And I, I think a lot of parents, I mean, I've heard it from my own kids. Well, they just, their parents just gave them 20 bucks, you know? And I think there's this thing nowadays, you know, it's just, you just give your kid 10 or $20 all the time. It's like, man, that's really, that's not being a good parent. You're going to create bad habits and set them up for terrible success financially. If yeah, they think not that's re- how it works.
1: Yeah. They're not learning anything when you do that. Yeah. Um, they, they think all they're learning is that, oh, if I ask, you know, my parents, that's how I get money. Um, and it's like, no, no, actually you have to earn it. You have to work for it. Um, and, and when you get it, you probably want to save it because there's not a whole lot of it. You know, you're, you're probably not going to have a ton.
0: Yeah. Yep. When, when you're yeah. young,
1: <laughs> when and you're even young, you get started,
0: when I think about my son and his mountain bike, the way he takes care of his mountain bike versus just stuff that I've bought him is so different it's like, he'll go put it away when it's in oh, the rain, right. you know, it starts to rain. he will go put it totally. away. Versus <laughs> just, Oh yeah. I got that razor scooter for Christmas. So yeah, that, yeah. Just leave yeah. it out in the rain
1: or whatever. Exactly. It <laughs> oh. does. You're right. That you're, you're, I, I love that you noticed that because it, it totally does happen when they buy something, when they save their money for something and buy it. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of pride there. Um, they take care of it better. Um, they, uh, they just appreciate it more because they knew how hard it was to save the money to get it.
0: Right. Right. Totally. Man, this is such a cool thing that you guys are doing. Um, I love the concept of the app. I'm excited to use it for all my kids and get started on it. Um, any last thoughts, um, on the app that you want to share? Um, that's important for parents to know before they go check it out.
1: Yeah, I would just say, uh, if they have any ideas, definitely shoot them, shoot them our way because I mean, that's how we've, we've added stuff to the product over time because we've gotten great feedback from our, our customers. And, um, yeah, I would, I I hope that they find it useful and we tried to make it flexible so that, you know, if you are the kind of parent who, you know, Does chores, but not allowances. You can do that. Or if you do chores, weekly chores, and they're linked with allowances, you can do that, you know. And, and, and I tried to make the product so that it, it really covered personal finance broadly and, you know, Mm. wasn't just about spending, you know, because that's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of ways you can solve the problem of, you know, digitally transferring money from parent to child, but they're not going to learn anything that way. Um, and so we tried to build green light in a way where, yeah, it lets the parent instantly move money to the child, but also try to, try to design it, design it in a way where the kids are actually going to learn things and it's going to help them when they're out on their own and they're trying to manage their own money. And, you know, we all want them to be successful. We all, we all want them to do really well in their lives And being smart about personal finance is a, I think, a really super important part of them, you know, being successful on their own.
0: Oh, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Something just that, as you're saying, those last statements that I thought of that I just show the the, that I think shows the character of you and Greenlight and just the whole package of what you're doing is it's $4.99 a month right and you get that's the right. debit card you get the debit card but if you have so it's 499 a month for up to 5 kids which that's i right. think is cool and you had said you didn't you know you got 4 kids so you get yeah. it like you don't want to be nickel and dimed that's right? right and so um i think that's just a valuable thing for people to hear because yes you're trying to create a successful business because unless you're a successful business, you can't continue to grow and bring on the best people and develop the best tools for our kids to learn finances. But you also, you know, you also want to meet uh, where people are at and not nickel and dime them. Um, yeah. and there's no, no month to month. It's it's just month to month, no contract, no initial setup fee. That's right. I mean, it took me, I think it took me like seven, eight minutes to get my bank linked up and stuff. And the yeah. other thing that I was actually really shocked about is I've tried to link my bank with other things because I have a small local bank for my small business. And I was like, Oh, you type in the bank, it's not going to be here,
1: you know? And it was there. And I
0: was like, Oh man, that's so cool. (laughs) Like it just made it so much simpler for me.
1: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I did. I wanted that. I wanted it to be like, okay, it's, it's five bucks for the whole family, you know, all the, you know, all the parents, all the kids and, and, uh, you know, there's no other fees and you can just, um, uh, not have to worry, you know, about like, Oh, like, you know, using this or that, or the other thing, is that going to somehow generate some kind of fee? Or if we, if we, you know, if the kids don't spend, is there, is, you know, is is there like some penalty for that? It's like, no, no, no. We want to learn the right things.
0: Yeah. So great, great thing that just, sorry, I've got another question now. What if the kid, only has $10 on their card for whatever reason. Right. And they try to buy something that's 15. It's not going to overdraft. It's just going to not let them buy it.
1: Yeah. It would just decline it. And it would, it uh, would, send that's a such a nice to, feature. it sends a message to the kids and it, and to the parents and says, Oh, Hey, uh, Jack just tried to buy, uh, this $15 thing at at such and such a store. Um, and then you could talk to him about it. you would be like, you know, Hey, you gotta remember. You gotta check how much money you have in your account before you before you check yeah, something. Yeah, so
0: great. And then the other thing I thought was cool is you could actually, and it didn't really hit me until just now of why this mattered, but you can actually block certain stores. You so can. if my kid just, you know, tried to buy a Starbucks every morning before school and it was becoming just an issue, I could just shut off Starbucks and then they can't even buy there anymore.
1: Yeah, you can choose like, uh, like we have not only that can you choose it at the store level, you can, you can choose um, categories too. So you could say, um, you know, um, food and beverage, they can spend up to this amount and, um, you know, online gaming, they can do up to this amount and it'll, it'll keep Ah. them within those restrictions.
0: Um, Man. So good.
1: Yes. I mean, especially like, cause our youngest is like, you know, crazy with uh, the games and so we we like to try to limit what he can spend there because he would he would spend his whole allowance on that you know every month if he could right um but yeah i think uh it's exciting i'm happy that you know i love uh, uh, the thing that makes me the happiest is how people are receiving it and they're receiving it in the right way like they i think parents can tell that we're parents and yep this for them.
0: Yep. Yep. It's exciting. It's, it's really cool to be able to connect and, and to see, okay, here's the guys behind this. This isn't, and and I don't know why we care. It's even if it was just to make money, it's still a great tool, but it's deeper. And there's so much more than that. And it's hard to communicate that on your website, you know? Um, so it was really fun getting to talk to you, to learn more about it, learn more about your passion. And so I'll end with this last question. Um, that's about you. So it's a legacy question for you as a father of four. If in 20, 30 years you're standing outside peering into the homes of your children, what is the legacy that you see? So it's not a financial thing. I mean, well, maybe it's tied to this, but it's not I, I left them a house or whatever. It's I see that the their character, the way that they're living out life with their kids, I know that the way I live today impacted that. So what would you want to see in their homes knowing that you are the one who helped develop that?
1: I would want to see their kids super happy
0: hmm. because
1: if those kids are happy. That means their parents are doing a good job. And, and maybe that means that, that I, that I did an okay job.
0: I love it. Super cool. Tim, this has been really fun talking with you. I um, feel like we've been talking for 15 minutes and here we are on the hour. Uh, I love what you're doing with Greenlight. Um, I love your intentionality with your own kids, just the sincerity that you shared at the beginning of our conversation about how intentional and like deep, you want your relationships to be with your own family and how you said, you know, it's progress. You're continuously reflecting. And I think that's so good for us to hear is, is like all of us dads, this is a journey, right? It's a lifelong journey and it is. it's, it's worthy, you know, the craft of fatherhood is, is, worthy to develop. Um, and I love how you have found a passion and how it's going to impact, um, our kids. And I mean, hopefully think about it just generation after generation to teach kids that money is a tool and this is the right way to use it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that if they approach it in in a smart way, it could really improve their lives, you know, Mm -hmm. like that at the end of the day, like that's the thing that I, I love to think about is like, Maybe now they can go, you know, they 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 can go to this, you know, their kids can go to the schools they want to go to, or they can take a vacation that they really want to, or, you know, they have a more comfortable retirement or, or whatever it might be, but like, basically their, their lives are better, you know, that, that would be like, if we see generations of, of kids in the future as adults, and there's like less credit card debt and financial problems and maybe the wealth distribution is a little bit more evenly spread where the middle class and others are really building up you know healthy investment accounts and savings accounts and and you know uh, uh, able to enjoy life more like I would be I would be over the moon that would be uh, that would be fantastic.
0: man that's so good so good. Well, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your heart around Greenlight and your family and just keep doing what you're doing. I'm excited to see where Greenlight goes.
1: Thanks, Ned. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Was that good or what? I mean, I love seeing not only an incredible product come out, like a wonderful tool that you and I can use as fathers to start conversation with our kids and to teach them. But it's not just about a great product. It's about a serious why it's about a great man behind it it makes me all the more want to just jump on the boat and get involved because knowing that this isn't just about making a dollar but it is about being a wise businessman and creating something that will succeed right that it will continue to be there and i just love how he talked about that ending about Generations like will future generations have less credit card debt? Will they be smarter because you and I as dads took this incredible tool this incredible opportunity and invested in our kids and at the same time like if I think about the money piece $5 a month for up to five kids. I know that works out good for me because I got five kids but I'll say the one thing I really loved about what Tim said was when he said he wanted to teach kids one that you have to earn money two you have to set money aside. Three, you got to give money back and learn how to invest it. And he's really trying to capture all of those things in this one app. Go check it out. Hopefully it'll work well for you and your family. And above all, I think the importance is as a father, whether you were taught how money works well or not, it's your role to teach your children and you will set your kids up for major success. One, if you could teach them how to earn money. So when they kick and scream, do chores, have a work day Saturday, do the chores, but then tie that to, you know, at some extent you can make money doing this. Now there are family contributions uh, where you don't get paid, but you as a father have an incredible role and opportunity to teach your kids about money. Don't miss that. Whether you use Greenlight or not, Just accept the fact that you have an important role to play in this, and it's a great opportunity. And if you don't know money very well, go get some of those books he mentioned. There are tools out there. Go learn it alongside your kids. All right, I wanna say thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebell and Creates Fatherhood Field Notes podcast, What You Do Matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in the craft of fatherhood. And as always, go like us on Instagram, Facebook. And if you liked this uh, episode, please share it. Talk to you next time.